Welcome to The How of Business with David Begin and Henry Lopez, the podcast that offers practical advice and tips on how to run and grow your small business. The How of Business helps aspiring entrepreneurs and small business owners achieve their definition of success and overcome challenges that get in their way. This podcast series focuses on the everyday common business issues, challenges, and opportunities that face the small business owner. So here now are your hosts of The How of Business, David and Henry. Welcome to this episode of The How of Business. This is Henry Lopez, and this is a special episode. It'll be a short episode on a very specific topic that I would like to discuss, and that is what I call the customer service manifesto. So this is a subtopic of the broader and bigger topic that is the whole customer service, how to deliver remarkable customer service consistently in your business. But I wanted to specifically touch on this idea of using and writing and publishing a customer service manifesto. So let me explain what that is in a moment, but I want to start with a story. I was recently in Miami, Florida. I grew up in South Florida, although I've been in the Dallas area since 1989, Uh, but most of my childhood and early adulthood was spent in Miami, and I've gone back throughout the years on a regular basis, countless times throughout the years, as much of my family is still there. And one of the things I've come to understand and realize and accept is that for the most part throughout South Florida, customer services at businesses, especially businesses that deal with the public, is quite simply atrocious. It's just a cultural thing, perhaps. It's one of those things where you just learn to accept it and uh, move on. Because if you keep expecting to receive great customer services, you're just consistently disappointed. However, When it does happen, and sometimes it does, it really stands out. And so that was my experience here recently. I stayed at a hotel. It was a Marriott Residence Inn at Adventura Mall. So for those of you familiar with South Florida, you might know where that is. But if you're not, it's uh, north of Miami proper and uh, right across the intercoastal waterway from Sunny Owls Beach. So that's where I decided to stay. And as typical, I arrived there expecting the standard treatment that I've come to expect from a Marriott hotel. But from the moment that I got there, from my first interaction with the young lady at the front desk, everything was fairly exceptional uh, or really mostly exceptional. She had learned her, her script. You could tell she knew what to say. She went through all of the steps. She was very thorough, very professional, very efficient. It was obvious that she had been properly and thoroughly trained and that she knew how to do what she was doing. And so that was a pleasant experience, at least on check-in. But obviously, as we've encountered before, I thought, okay, this is great. It's a good start. But that's the person at the front desk. Maybe she was the manager. Maybe she was the assistant manager. Who knows? But I stayed at this hotel for better part of a week. And what I experienced was remarkably consistent, great customer service. What did that mean? Well, it meant that in the hallways, when I ran into another staff member, whether it was housekeeping staff or anyone else, even maintenance staff, people said hello. They made eye contact. They greeted me. In the breakfast area, they offered a free breakfast as part of this stay, and it was a phenomenal breakfast. It wasn't just an attempt at breakfast, but actually a full-blown breakfast with eggs and all types of breads and fruits. And they had, every time I was down there, 
at least three people attending to the breakfast. Everything was clean, orderly. They were friendly. They were cleaning up the tables on a prompt basis. Everything was well taken care of and organized. They said hello and goodbye. All of those things made for a very pleasant experience overall for breakfast. Not something I was expecting. It's a free breakfast. And I, as I'm sure you have, have been to many of these hotels that offer a free breakfast. And it is what it is. And so we accept that we're not expecting great customer service, yet they're managing to deliver it. And they did so on a consistent basis, not just one day, not just one with one group of employees, but consistently across numerous staff that I encountered. I experienced the same anytime I needed something, which was just a few times. It was just a consistently remarkable experience, so much so that I wrote a blog post about it when I came back from that trip. And so how do you do that? How do you do that particularly in an environment like Miami where it's simply not a norm or a standard? How do you achieve that in a small business? We've managed to achieve it very consistently, for example, at one of our small businesses, which is I Top It, which is a self-serve frozen yogurt restaurant that my partner David and I own in Colorado Springs. From day one, that was something we wanted to achieve. We wanted to achieve a high level of customer service because for both myself and for David, this is a huge thing for us. This is a pet peeve of ours. This is something we focus on. As I've mentioned in other episodes, Disney is something I grew up with going to Disney World. And so that level of excellence, that level of customer service is something that's ingrained in me. And it's something that I've always wanted to instill in my businesses. And we've been able to do that. We've been able to do that with primarily hourly wage employees, young people that work for us. And one of the ways we've been able to do that or part of that is following a process. And I wrote about this in a blog post that you can access on our blog at Levante Business Group's website. And I'll also have a link to this blog post in the show notes page. But the article and blog post that I wrote is called Six Steps to Deliver Remarkable Customer Service. I'm not going to go into detail in this article. I encourage you to read it if you're interested further on this topic. But I'll highlight the six steps and then I'm going to dive into this customer service manifesto that I'm talking about. So the six six steps, I believe... Are it starts and ends at the top. That's number one. So you have to, as the owner of your business, truly and honestly and sincerely believe in delivering remarkable customer service. If you don't, then you are wasting your time and it's nothing but lip service or those tacky posters that we see places that are supposed to be inspirational, but we know are nothing and have no depth and no meaning. You can have an employee of the month program if you wish, but if you don't really believe in rewarding those employees, in fostering a culture that that dictates and, and delivers remarkable customer service on a regular basis, then you're wasting your time. It's just not what you want to achieve in your business. So it starts with you, the owner, and ends with you. Number two is culture. We touched on that a moment ago. So from the start, the culture that you develop and instill and nurture within your organization, within your business, has to be one where this is the standard, this high standard of consistently delivering remarkable customer service, where it looks like the customer not as an inconvenience, but the sole reason we exist. 
And then number three, to execute on any type of desire, plan, ambition, objective related to customer service, you have to have systems. There's all kinds of things that fall under systems, but certainly it includes things like a proper training manual, a proper employee training process and methodology. It includes systems that measure how you're doing with customer services and that recognizes and highlights and rewards those people who are doing it exceptionally well. So those systems have to be in place. You can develop those over time, I should say. And of course, you fine tune those over time. But you have to have systems so that this happens on a repeated basis and not just when you're there. Of course, this is all based on your employees. So you must hire the right type of people. You must train them the right way and thoroughly. You must continue to develop them and coach them. You must empower them so that they are able to do the things that they need to do to take care of the customer. It's all about the employees. You can have all of the rules, all of the supposed culture, all of the systems. You can have your manifesto, but unless you have employees that buy into that vision and that are interested in helping you execute that, then it's all for naught as well. Number five is listen and measure. As I alluded to, you must be in touch with what's going on. You must measure it. You must have others help you measure it, whether it's a mystery shopper or friends and family or colleagues that come in and give you their impressions and feedback. There has to be a way that you're constantly measuring. And the listening part is listening to your customers and listening to your staff. What are they telling you? What is the feedback that you're getting from them? And then take action accordingly. And number six is to execute consistently, which is the hardest part. You can do great customer service sometimes, maybe even a lot of the time, but to do it on a consistent basis, that's the hard part. And we will fail sometimes. We have times even as well as we execute it, execute on it, I should say, at I top it. We have days when we fail, we make mistakes, but consistently, for the most part, we deliver remarkable experiences for our customers. And that's where the bar is set. That's what we aspire to do. So part of that is what we call a customer service manifesto. And I will have for you to look at and download if you wish on the show notes page at thehowofbusiness.com, an example of the customer service manifesto that we use at iTopIt. And what this is are the rules, our stated rules and guidelines and standards for what we will or won't do in our business. What are those things that we expect? Who are we about as it relates to customer service? And that manifesto is part of the employee manual. That manifesto is shared with our employees right off the bat. They read through it, we review it, and it's part of how we measure whether a new employee is going to be a fit in our team and in our culture. And it's something we stand behind. That manifesto was written by myself and my partner, David. So we didn't take it off the internet or copy someone else's. Although, of course, if you read through it, there are going to be things that you would think of as well or that maybe you have stated as well in your training or in your manual. I think it's important to give it this separate focus of it being a manifesto and what that word means. And that is that you're stating publicly, this is who we are. This is who we stand for. 
And so I think it's critical. I invite you to take a look at it and take from it whatever you wish. You can copy it, but make it your own. Uh, make it apply to your specific business and what you truly believe in. Add to it, take away from it, use it as you will. And again, that'll be on the show notes page. So that's my point on a customer service manifesto. I think it's a key component to instilling and developing a culture that is focused on this ideal of delivering consistently remarkable customer service. If you want to read more on the topic of customer service or listen to other episodes, let me give you a couple of references. There are several other episodes that we've published already in the How of Business podcast series. In particular, episode number 14. Episode number 14 was entitled Delivering Remarkable Customer Service. So in that episode, David and I do a deeper dive on this topic of customer service and our experiences and what we have found works and doesn't work. So I invite you to listen to episode 14. Uh, Recently, I had the pleasure of interviewing Vance Morris, who is an expert in the field of customer service. In fact, he had years of experience at Disney World, which of course was of particular appeal to me. So that is episode 28, where we interview Vance Morris. A great listen. I encourage you to listen to that episode if you haven't already. And that'll give you a lot more input and insights on this topic of customer service. And then, of course, I mentioned the blog post. We'll have links to all of those things, the two other episodes, the blog post and other episodes as they get released related to customer service. You'll find that all at the show notes page. If you just go to the howofbusiness.com and you can't find this particular episode easily, just search for customer service manifesto and this show notes page will pop right up. So thanks for being with me on this episode of The How of Business. If you're listening to us on iTunes, I would welcome and thank you for subscribing to our show. And we look forward to having you on the next episode of The How of Business. Thank you for listening to The How of Business with David Begin and Henry Lopez. We hope you found practical ideas to help you start, manage, and grow your business. If you enjoyed this podcast, leave a comment on iTunes and go by LevanteBusinessGroup.com and learn more about Levante's resources to help you with your small business. Until next time, thanks for listening and go live your dream.